Hello, and welcome to another episode of Angelic You with Maria Paith. I am an angel reader, a life and soul coach, an author of Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels. Today, we're going to be talking about canine precognition. Is your dog psychic? I really got to thinking about this because I watched um, a little video about super dogs. The super dog movie um, actually is free, a series is free on Amazon Prime. And I started to watch some of these little videos and I began to think about this in terms of, you know, we can train dogs to do so much. And one of those specialties that the dogs will have is this ability to know before a person is going to um, have a, an anxiety attack or a diabetic alert or, or a seizure alert. They can even um, be trained to detect cancer. I mean, these are all incredibly specific, intuitive and um, precognitive intelligence that dogs have. And one of the um, pieces of information I found was that out of 500 dogs tested for the ability of precognition or, or what we might call future vision or a premonition or a sixth sense or a prescience, as, as some call it, is that out of 500 dogs tested, three would show this high alert predictability um, intelligence. And so I think that that's hugely important. Also, um, there have been some articles written, one in the Smithsonian Magazine that um, is online. The Smithsonian article is why the most helpful dogs keep calm and carry on written by a Kath Catherine J. Wu in July 24th of 2018. And um, her subtitle is Dogs Are Willing to Overcome Obstacles to Help People in Distress as Long as They Keep Their Cool. And so this was a, another piece is that we humans can tend to let our emotions get the best of us and that dogs seem to be able to um, keep a, a, a cool, not non-emotional, but in, when people are in distress, they can hold the composure. And um, it's a cue that, you know, human emotions are coming off that, you know, the dog then detects. But in the, in the heat of a, the emotion, the heat of the war, and the heat of whatever might be happening, they seem to maintain a cool, almost as if they have a job to do, and normally they're trained to do that job. And inside, you know, their their mind, inside of this very serious rescue mission that they have, they find a way to maintain a calmness and simply be very present by the side of, of their owner. And I just thought that was amazingly um, accurate from what we've seen in some of the movies, I could think about my favorite, you know, way back in the day, um, Lassie. And Lassie would, you know, rescue Timmy from all kinds of 
his, his little owner rescued Timmy from all kinds of, you know, situations. If he fell in a well, if he, you know, got hurt, if somebody was, you know, being mean to him, if, you know, he was incapacitated in some way, unless he would run and, and get help or, or help him up. And it just a, an amazing um, story. And so we all have seen this at least, you know, in, in some of the various movies. But I got to thinking how, we accept this from from the from the therapy dogs. We accept this from the superpower for um, search and rescue or mobility assistance or pet detectives or police dogs, sheep dogs and cattle dogs and eye do- seeing eye dogs and and the dog sled team. And I think of that. Um, the, there was a beautiful movie about the the dog sled team, and um, I can still see that, like the bringing the medicine in from from Canada. I can't remember the name of the movie, but maybe some of you will know and you'll tell me. Uh, but you know, support for wounded vets is also another huge vets returning from war situations or combat where they have you know PTSD. So the the dog um, becomes a companion, but also alerts, um, remains calm for anxiety and stress situations. Um, the, again, the diabetic alert is, a, is definitely a precognition issue. Um, dog for water rescues and also for supporting people with anxiety to water or fear of water. That is really powerful. There's a, a cool ricochet the surfing dog um, video on YouTube that you can check out. The um, dog that rescues avalanche, you know, um, trapped individuals trapped in avalanche, the autism support, dogs for autism support, really powerful. And um, again, the seizure alert and the cancer detection, we, we, we accept all of this. And the dog is simply, um, trained in some way, but they all have a higher intelligence. They are able to understand this higher situation. And and so then it becomes a a pre-alert, a precognition, as we were talking about before, a premonition, a sixth sense. Um, And I have to say, when I looked up premonition, you know, Wikipedia said that it isn't a um, you know, considered a, a, a real, a true science. And, and I have to, you know, I have to beg to differ because if we're considering this situation here with, you know, training dogs, how do they know that a seizure is coming? How do they know that there's a diabetic, you know, shift? And so I know that some of you might say that it's a scent that gives off a, a smell and there, and there's acuity for scent. It is, that it is possible, but we still haven't focused on, you know, why or how um, this happens and be able to pinpoint it because the dog is not able to communicate with us. But the Smithsonian Magazine um, did, the article did point out how Yale has done uh, some, the university, Yale University has done some fairly um, extensive studies and they do experiments. So, you know, to um, some some playful, positive experiments that help them to understand the behavior of dogs a little more specifically, um, and so it's it's just powerful. The 
um, some of the owners, um, it's, it's written in um, this article, as for the dogs who, who don't swoop, swoop in and save the day, um, for typical dogs in a situation where their owner is, is hurt or is crying for help, um, that, you know, in, in all cases, the dog reacts. In all cases, no matter what comes, the dog reacts. There is no dog that does not go to their owner when there's a sign of distress. And their owner was um, an experiment that they did. They had 34 dogs in an experiment. Um, and, you know, they were trying to detect the, the psychological and physical um, therapy needs of humans and the role, you know, that, that dogs, you know, played in these in these situations. So um, it's interesting too that the the report noted that therapy dogs aren't necessarily trained on empathy because you know how do you do that? But they are trained on obedience. Yet the the bond, the deep bond that they have with their handlers provides this um, you know loyalty that we have known to come from from dogs that, you know, it comes with their service and more. Um, there is an emotional relationship with, with the, the beautiful pet, the beautiful, um, you know, working dog and, and yet they remain calm. And so this empathy is, is present, is, is there, um, because you get an empathetic response when, when a dog sees that's owner or handler in distress. And then there is also that reality that, you know, if, if, if we're really in trouble, your dog would do something about it. You just know. And, and even other animals too, like, you know, cats will do something about it. And um, so in this situation, um, it is considered a, a heartwarming science. And I feel that the, um, the article in the Smithsonian Magazine pointed that out, you know, that they called it a heartwarming way to do science is how they end the article uh, to bring people and their dogs together to play and to see, you know, reactions is a, a heartwarming way to do science. And I feel that even though Wikipedia may not have given, it may have said there's, this is considered a pseudoscience, the institutions like, you know, Yale University as um, actively researching this emotional management system of, of the dog and also trying to discover how we, we can define the precognition or how can the, the definition of future vision for these animals happens. Now, I want to just take a moment and think about yourself and your own intuition, your own sense of precognition. It is, um, if, if out of 500 people, three, uh, I'm sorry, if I thought of 500 dogs, three were able to, you know, have this intelligence of predictability, of pre, pre-predictability, precognition, and had a high acuity for it, where they then were, were created to be, um, I guess they're not created to be, they were employed to be seizure alert dogs and to be, um, you know, anxiety detection dogs and, um, the search and rescue dogs, all these things, the, the essence of, you know, us being alert and being intuitive as humans 
that we don't give ourselves enough credit or we don't in, invite an opportunity for for each of us to, you know, be open to precognition, to to be open to this idea of future vision and really accept it as a gift when you see that someone may have that or you sense or it, it they begin to prove over and over again that, you know, there is no barrier between the ability to have a sense of, of a future image, impression, vision, situation, or a knowing. Um, we cannot predict the future because it is based on probability, but certainly a precognitive moment can give us an alert, just like an, an anxiety dog would offer an alert or seizure alert dog would offer an alert. And it's so powerful to realize that it crosses no, you know, it, it goes across barriers. It, it has no, precognition has no, you know, doors. And again, I think about the animals, how they sense and are much more attuned to all of nature when in nature tsunamis are encroaching or, or tornadoes or um, that they they go to shelter long before a human is aware of it. Now we have you know sophisticated scientific equipment that can detect these things, but the animal that um, the animals start to scurry up hill and they begin to move their homes and they you know shift um, locations so that they can go to higher ground again long before the humans get the message. And so I do know that indigenous cultures used to be much more connected and attuned to the to nature around them, and that is how they preserved themselves by watching the animals. And maybe what we need is to be more attuned with our natural selves. I am, you know, convinced that our connection to the higher power, our connection to source energy, our connection to God, our connection to the the Christ within, our connection to the higher uh, the higher beings, the angels, is a innate gift that we are all presented. And if we listen more to our intuition, if we connect back into our own hearts and center ourselves, we find that we live more freely, more easily, more, more naturally. And isn't that a beautiful way to be? We have gotten so inundated with so much worldly entertainment, the, the technology we have, the access to, you know, facilitating our lives with machines. And yet the very nature of who we are is flesh and blood. And we need to lend a little more time to that flesh and blood that's around us, the animals. And I really feel that is your dog psychic is like a no brainer. As far as I'm concerned, my dog is. <laughs> and I'm sure that your dog, your cat, your, your favorite bird, your um, reptile, whatever pet you have that you will, with the bond that you have, that you know, they know you, they sense you, they are aware of the essence. And somehow they know long before 
we do about some of the truly quiet and situations that can occur in our lives. And so let's give a hand <laughs> to our, our four-legged friends and to our feathered friends, to our furry buddies, to continue their precognition in invitation for us to really allow our own precognition, to allow our own what do we call this psychic ability to, to come forward and not to feel that we have to hide it in any way because it's natural. It's a natural part of who we are. And maybe you're in that lower realm where you haven't really played with your own intuition, but Hey, intuition is here to stay and it's getting even more acute for so many more people. So that is my, those are my thoughts for today. I really appreciate you you know, just listening in to these ideas of, of animals and, um, and the, the, the pre, the canine precognition and, um, you know, canines being able to alert us to things that are going to happen so that we can prepare for that. And I believe that we have an alert system as well. We are just not paying attention to it. And so if we can lend an extra moment or two each day to being quiet to connecting with the source energy, then more messages, more guidance, more awareness will come to us. I know it because I feel that meditation is medicine for so many of us. And the medicine of a quiet mind is a connection with our higher power, which is the very essence of why we are here is to really understand ourselves and the dynamics of human life and with the accompanied support of the angelics, with the accompanied support of God working through us, for us, and with us, and giving us nudges and awarenesses to help us to live a better life. So in conclusion, canine precognition is a fact so is human precognition a fact. And there are humans that also have been involved in search and rescue and detective work and also have been aware of, of medication and medical mediums that have helped people to identify problems and situations before it got to a, a stage where they couldn't do anything about it. So I do believe that the world is accepting of this kind of work. And if we have already taken a, like a, a no, no brainer to accept this from the animal world, from dogs, how about let's continue to accelerate and support and accept it in the human, for human nature and the abilities of human as well. So is your dog psychic? Yes. Are you psychic? Yes. Is there canine precognition? Absolutely. Some have better than others. Is there human precognition? Yes. Some do better than others. No matter what, a superpower is a superpower. And you really want to engage in that superpower if it is your gift, because it is the very light that we need on this earth today, your superpower. Nobody is you. And you came in with your own speck of light to shine on our earth and to support this world, especially now during these very confusing and trying times. We need your light, beautiful souls. 
So thank you so much for listening to this episode and being a part of of this listening audience. I love you all so much. I appreciate you so much. And I look forward to the next opportunity to connect. Be well, my friends. God bless you. Hello, I'm Maria Paith, and I am an angel reader, a life and soul coach, and author of Angel Decoding, Secret Keys to Communicating with Your Angels. And I want to invite you to Angelic University. I created Angelic U with the intention of providing guidance and inspiration for those who are interested in angels, intuition, spiritual growth, and personal development. Members enjoy private Zoom sessions, free monthly classes, member events, and free angel readings. You can choose your level of membership and payment. Please find these options and participation at patreon.com slash Maria Paith. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Maria Paith. M-A-R-I-A, P for Paul, E-T-H. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you in Angelic University.